by royal order of Queen Charlotte, we call the bravest knights of the crown. The fortress is under siege. Our enemy is near. Make ready the army. Upwards of 70,000 strong shall fight to the death. Bring me the knights of the crown table. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Knights of the Crown Table podcast. I'm Miles, and today I'm joined by Matt, who's returning. What's going on? And our new guy, Kyle. Hey, how's it going? And uh, yeah, so a little bit different format here, but we have got some overreactions based off of the good things that happened last week from the finally getting that win. And... uh, Maybe one or two here from the losses, but uh, first off, we're going to talk about the overreaction. We won't lose another match because Latanzio has got it figured out. So, uh, Kyle, what do you think about this? Uh, I mean, what he's finally uh, figured out to put people in their correct positions, you know, moving Veronica out of that, that left back spot where obviously it wasn't working out. I mean, you know, obviously this is, you know, riding that that win, uh, riding that high that we've had coming out of that. I know it seems like, you know, oh, we've got three points and, man, we're, we're moving the right way. But we got to remember we got, you know, New York Rebels coming in this weekend. You know, yeah, it's great that he's got people coming in, but it seems like there's going to be even more movement uh, coming up soon. So we're going to have to see. We're going to have to wait and see what other moves he does because there's you know people coming back from injury there's people you know moving parts all over the place uh we'll hold off to see if if he's actually got it figured out right yeah it's uh very it's up in the air i mean you know it's like he got it right once okay i haven't forgot about the first three so we'll see kind of what happens there but uh, what do you think about it matt yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, the lineup was, I'm looking at it right now. Um, I mean, it definitely, definitely a lot better than, you know, for the first three matches. I don't, or I wouldn't go so far as to say he has it all figured out yet. Um, it's like, you know, what are we going to do with, with uh, Swiderski? Like, <laughs> uh that uh, that could be another uh, point here, but but yeah, I don't think we can say he's got it figured out from from just one game, but it's definitely a step in the right direction from what we were doing. Um, so yeah, I don't, I, I wouldn't go so far as to say we won't lose <laughs> we won't lose another match, but I mean, I hope we don't, but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so let's see, uh, Kyle, you want to get into the next overreaction? Yeah. So this one right here, uh, Charlotte FC fans, we are so either one way or all the other way. And this one right here, th- I think this came after one of the three losses at the beginning of the year. We should play in another lower league. I mean, I guess we're going USL, NPSL, who knows, so that we can win some more. So there, there's this thought of self-relegation so that we could finally get that taste of victory uh, miles what, what do you what do you think of that that was uh 
first off, I remember this was a Facebook post. And uh, we know how them Facebook groups work. Oh. They, uh, they could be quite a little spicy there. And surprisingly enough, this was actually after the win. So I guess they liked that win, but they... Oh, wow. I, I don't get it, because, I mean, Orlando hadn't lost yet, and we gave them their first loss on the road. Add that. I'm sure if you remember the last year, that was kind of a, a tough one. Um, like, trying to get that road win. Felt like it was never going to come, and but I'm glad that we finally were able to do that. But uh, yeah, I, uh, I I think this is a bad overreaction. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we haven't done great, but the teams that we faced and that have beat us previously, like Atlanta, New England, um, and St. Louis, they're at the least second place in their respective conferences. Like. I feel like we've done better than we've showed, especially our record. But that's just kind of what I think. Uh, what about you, Matt? Yeah, that's – we should not play in a lower league. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we've uh, – you know, we've showed that we can hang with – you know, look at the Philly game last year. Um, what was that, 4-0? Uh yeah. Paul Danny Rios, maybe? Danny Rios. Uh, <laughs> right before they went on the run to the final. So, yeah, I mean, you're not going to have us going, playing like, you know, like it's the U.S. Open Cup every week against like Richmond Kickers or something like that. Um, We just had, we just, you know, so this, so this reaction was after, was after the win. Yeah, this was actually after the win. I guess like their thought was that like, I'm glad we won, but we should just keep winning, and you know. I'll keep okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, that's you don't want to go down. You want to play at the highest level. Um, you know, that's why we're in this. So definitely stay stay in MLS, and uh, we just have to, you know, Latanzio's got to. He's got to figure figure it out, figure out the lineup, and uh, people are still probably you know trying to gel, and um, and who knows, you know we may we may go on a winning you know winning streak here. I'm not gonna say we're definitely going to, but <laughs> um, but wasn't it this time last year that we started to kind of get our legs under us? I believe yeah, so. we've come in now to to do to open up the season like we're doing. Oh, what was that, Cal? I said we've kind of made it like a tradition. Yeah, yeah, open up. We lost. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, open go open up slow and then you got to so right I... where you, they're right where you want them, right where you want them. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so. I just don't know. I just don't know about. Um, I just don't know about this whole uh, Swiderski thing. Um, I don't know what's. I don't know if we should play them. You know, we should play Enzo. You know, for however many minutes, and then bring Carol in. But I just, I might should hold off on that because that, yeah, that's uh, looking like our next overreaction. Well, 
I was going to say, I think that's a pretty good introduction for the next one. You want to go ahead and read the next overreaction? (laughs) So, third overreaction. Polish players are the problem with the team. Um, so yeah, what do, you, what do you think about that, Miles? <laughs> uh, just yeah, basically to touch on that. I, I get the truth in it, right? Like, you know, you take out Swiderski, and uh, a lot of people have complained about Uswiak, and they're not, you know, in the starting eleven, and then we we win. You know, both of our goals came without them, and. I don't think it's 100% that. I genuinely, which we'll touch on later, I think that the defense was the main issue. But it does. it's really refreshing to see them actually get better, even taking them out. I do see some truth in this one. I don't think it's an extreme, like, overreaction because I do think we do play better without them. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe we're going to end up getting rid of one of the uh, – DPs at some point, but maybe this summer or something. But I don't know, Matt. What are you? Uh, what are you feeling? Yeah, I mean, with Uzbek, I I don't want to you know dog him too much because I see or I see him trying. I see him, you know, giving effort. I mean, some people might say, well, here's. Here's a video or something, you know, that he, I saw him not giving effort, but it seems like he, it seems like he plays hard just for whatever reason, just, you know, he's not, he's not, um, he's not scoring. Um, He's not, he's just not making the DP impact that, you know, it's basically like we only have two DPs right now. And actually with how, Carol is um, this situation with him. I mean, it's basically like we have kind of like one and a half DPs, like Enzo and and Carol sometimes. Right. So, um, I think I think Carol can be. I think he could be like a, or I think he can be like a little bit. Um, you know, keep keep the ball too a little bit too much for himself. I think he could, you know, or work on, you know, maybe being like, you know, maybe he feels like he's the DP. He has to, he has to score maybe rather than just, I don't know. Um, I mean, he has provided us with, you know, some, some exciting moments. Um, I think back to the Chicago game, uh, I mean, some just great footwork, um, and then to score that goal, um, his free kick, his free kick goal uh, or set piece goal, um, I want to say versus Cincinnati. Oh yeah, I've got that one on so, my phone. <laughs> so I mean, he does, you know, he has he's has some moments moments of magic for us, but it's just it's uh, I mean, look at it's like look at Enzo already. Like, you know, he has or two goals in four games. And, I mean, if he keeps, if he increases that, you know, just a bit or keeps that up, you know, he could have maybe around, 
you know, double the amount of goals that Swiderski had last year. Um, so we just need we just need more. Um, I I wouldn't say that they're the Polish guys are all all of the problem, but um, it's you know it's definitely things that they can do, you know, or they can do better to help you know help the team. Um, so. And if that doesn't happen, then you know we could be looking at some some exits in the summer. Um, what do you think about it, Cal? Yeah, I, just, just and being new to the sport, you know, only watching it for the last you know year and a half or so. Uh, usually, I, he he didn't seem like DP level playing. When I was just, you know, casually watching it, learning the sport, it was kind of like, oh, you know, he's out there. He, you know, obviously he's hustling, giving his all that kind of stuff. But it wasn't anything. Right. Now, I don't know if he was ever brought in, you know, to score. I don't know if he was, you know, more of a, you know, distributor or what. But it just that there was never that connection with him that he's going to be this high level playmaker that's going to, you know, put the ball in the back of the net, you know, double digit times throughout the season. Swiderski, on the other hand, he, that's exactly what he was brought in to do, and he he did that. You right. know, did that for the most part last year. The thing with Swiderski that gets me though was the constant whining and flopping, <laughs> and you know all the theatrics that went. Now I know that's part of the game, that's part of the the showmanship, all that kind of stuff. But it was almost over the top, and it was almost like once Enzo got here. Yeah. Capetti guy, it, it, it you know he kind of looked at it and said, "Oh wait a second, is that is that what I look like when I'm doing this, or is that I, you know maybe we'll let him handle that?" And they've kind of you know they've kind of played off of each other on that part where Carol's kind of come back off of it a little bit. But no, I don't. For me, it's more of Uzwiak than Swiderski. Um, but we can't we can't count out the Polish players yet. There's still one that's been sitting on the sidelines that that's got to get his chance to be able to pull it back. To Poland, okay, Obuchinski. He he's got yeah. to. If we can get him onto the field with this, you know, with the mess that we have at defense, or that we had, I guess before, you know, Harrison Awful decided to figure out how to play again. Play out of his mind, yeah. But yeah. Uh, you know, if. If he could come in and and make a make an impact, which he's kind of you know, Christian Latanzio hasn't really got him in there yet, uh, hasn't got him in there at all yet. If he can come in and make an impact, Matt, maybe the maybe there's hope for the Polish players, you know, yet with our fan base. Maybe Sobaczynski is the, maybe he's the savior of. Uh, I, I you know, I thought. Correct me if I'm wrong. I want to say, or I want to say, last year he he seemed like he was a good, um, a good, like a good passer as far as um, maybe like long balls or yeah. um, maybe like switching play or something. But I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. I was saying like towards the end of the year he was uh, he had a significant impact. I mean he was on the field more and like I there was a couple games where I remember, like, he was probably, like, the star of the defense. Even, like, because, you know, last year it was uh, Carujo went down, so he was out, and he had to step up, and he kind of showed up and was, like, 
he and Swiderski started doing better at the same time, you know, it was like Polish power, you know, and it's like, it was hoping for more and more and they, it looked pretty good. And I was able to kind of tolerate Uzbek cause we were winning, you know, I feel like he kind of gets the first kind of smack on the wrists when we start doing bad or whatever. But yeah, he just, but yeah, as a defender, he, he did really good towards the end of last year. Let me look up on um, on Fop Mob. Um, so so Sobachinsky, um, he's only played nine matches, uh, zero goals, zero assists. Uh, Fop Mob rating of six point six or six point six zero. Um, if you look at let's see, if we look at Uzviak, uh, let's see real quick. Uh, let's see, Camille, four matches, zero goals, zero assists, five mob rating, 6.73. So it's like, they're not that far off. And I don't think that Uzwek even has a goal in all of his MLS career, does he? No, he hasn't. Uh, I don't know. What, I, I, this is only for, uh, Uzwek is, this is only for this season, but... I don't know what his overall rating is from last year until now, but um, let's see. Yeah, yeah look, there was a stat that went around on Twitter where it was like t- something like twenty nine games or something. It's like no twenty six matches. Yeah, something. Like yeah, it's that. like twenty six matches, no goals. Um, for Darby County, um, where he was in, where he was in sixty one matches and only one goal. Yeah, and that was also talking about because he was like a big, like he was pretty significant with the Polish national team, you know, like because both him and Swiderski were like pretty prominent in that team. Uh, at least oh, yeah. you know, it was like a sub on, but now they're not even calling Uzwiak. I mean, Swiderski just got called, if I'm not mistaken, for uh, duty for yeah. the um, national team, but. For the Euro qualifiers or something? I think so, yeah. So it looks like, um, let's see. So Uzwiak with Poland. Um, it looks like 22 matches, uh, three goals. So, I mean, you know, he definitely doesn't look like, you know, from a historical standpoint, that he's going to give you a bunch of goals. Um, it just seems like he's going to give you play hard, uh, you know, maybe, uh, maybe, you know, maybe press and, but I don't know if they want, you know, I don't, I don't know if they want him to be like that pressing machine, like, you know, Enzo or whatever. Um, it just doesn't. Just historically, it doesn't look like he's going to give us a bunch of goals. Um, looks like he's going to play hard, but, you know, not um, if you're paying him DP money to to get you goals, it's just it's not working out. Right. So. Uh, so one last thing on the. Uh... 
Sobachinsky thing. If, if you know, what'd you say his spot mob rating was last year? You said it was like a six point six something. Uh, let me try to pull it. Thank you, Try to pull him back up. Sobachinsky. So nine matches, five mob rating six point six zero. All right, so I'm looking at this year's, and I'm at the very end, 15 out of 15th, is uh, Tuiloma sitting there with a 6.17 rating right now. Wow. You know, even Nathan Burns sitting there with a 6.42. I mean, you know, I know I know these things, you know, these, these numbers can all be, you know, different from match to match, but, you know, you at least got to look at that, especially with Bill Tuiloma, who was supposed to come in and be an immediate impact for us on the defensive side, has been at times, you know, he, he's hurt more. He's been almost a liability at times. Uh, yeah. I, I think I think it's about time we see, uh, you know, maybe even a shot. I'm glad we've got, you know, Brant Bronico off the back line. But maybe it's, it's time to see a Sobachinsky in there to see just, you know, right. see where we can go. Yeah, it's like I mean, it's like it. It really can it get any worse, right? Uh, so you know, maybe just you know throw Sobo Cop out there and you know see see what happens. I mean, like even versus Orlando, like I mean, the you know on the goal that Orlando got, um, it was like Tuiloma uh, played the ball wrong, and then. You know, obviously, uh, you know, Mar- or Marks with, I want to say he had a good save, but then it bounced, or then it went to a lander player and they scored. But yeah, I mean, I, don't, I just, yeah, we need uh, we need Tuiloma to to try to get up, you know, get up to speed. And I, I know he's, you know, coming into a new team is. You know, probably not, or probably not the easiest thing, but yeah, with we're we're missing, uh, I believe we're missing Carujo, so I'm ready for ready for him to get back and, um, yeah, throw throw Sobachinsky out there, see what happens. That's that's what I say. I agree with that, and that like when y'all were talking about that, I was like, this literally goes right with the next even couple of reactions because like. Someone, and I saw this too, someone said that um, Bronico is a subpar player and he needs to get less time if not being cut. If not oh. being cut just completely. And I was like, this one blew my mind. Like, I feel like, uh, what do you think about that one, Matt? I mean, I think it's pretty crazy. Or, no, oh, I'm sorry, Kyle, what do you think about that one? I mean, like, you're, put, you're asking the guy to place a position that he – maybe had played at one point in time in his career who knows i mean i know that's not his natural position so i mean that's like basing you know you tell shaquille o'neal to go out there and play point guard <laughs> well yeah look like trash when you do that it's not his position that's not where he's strong at and yeah he's not a superstar level player by any means but at this point in time bronico is the i mean he is the heartbeat of our team um Kind of along the lines of what we had with Fuchs last year, who was just kind of that that vocal drive, the one that's going to be, you know, the 100% for the entire game. 
he's that one that's just going to drive and you, and you really need that out there. I mean, you know, uh, obviously, yeah, we, we are giving up a little bit with him out there, but at this point, which direction are you going to go if Bronico's not out there? And like we've said, not on the back line, but more towards the midfield where he belongs. Yeah. Because, like, he – it's night and day. Because I don't have the grades pulled up for the game, but I, they were significantly higher for the game where he played midfield versus playing as a defender. You know, like, he was just so much better. And he – like I – when you said he's like the heartbeat and he's like the Fuchs of this year, I thought that was perfect because, like, he's such a good guy. I genuinely love that guy. He's so funny. And I don't know if you follow him on Instagram, but he's got, like, this, like, Brant Bronico haircut tournament thing going on right now where people vote every day for which haircut of his is the best. And uh, it looks like the mullet's going to win, which I'm not agreeing with or anything, but uh, the mullet's kind of winning right now. But he's such a good dude. And... He's been getting so much hate for playing a position that he's not meant to play. And the other day when we played Orlando City, it was just like so much better. Like that lineup. And I just want to say, Jalen Lindsay was so underrated. Like he, I feel like he's not talked about. That ball that he had to uh, Copetti when Copetti scored his oh, goal yeah. was insane. That was, that was an insanely, uh, insanely good ball. I mean, like that was to me. That's something that you would see, like in the Premier League. Yeah, and I agree too, though, with the point y'all made about Tui Loma because he's been kind of underwhelming. Like, mm-hmm. he's been pretty underwhelming for that, and so maybe you know that's the next step of bringing in someone to kind of wake him up, be like, "Hey, look, yeah, we know we traded for you and we brought you in, but nobody here has a solid spot, especially when." mistakes continue to be made like uh, what do you think Matt um, as far as as far as Bronico is you know needs to be or you know needs to get less time yeah that's a negative um, <laughs> he had let's see for the for the Orlando match uh, he had a 6.7 um, rating from Fat mob uh, West, in comparison, Westwood had a 6.5, and uh, Derek Jones had a 7.4. So he was, you know, basically second in the midfield. I know. Apparently, Westwood got hurt. Um, yeah. I don't know if they're keeping him out because of like maybe concussion protocol or something. I'm not sure, but he looked, or from the pic, you know, pictures, he looked fine. Um, as it's far like- as yeah, sorry, it's a thigh injury. He hurt his. Oh, it's a thigh. Okay. Yeah. It's here. They pulled him out Saturday, so he's not going to play Saturday. So that's, I mean, that's one less player we have in the midfield. So Bronico's going to have to, going to have to fill a role. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I mean, you don't take, you know, you don't definitely, we're definitely going to take Bronico out because he's, he's gonna, or he's probably going to give you, you know, hundred percent. You know, if not 110, like every game. So, yeah, that um, I can't agree with. I can't agree with that. That he's a sub or subpar player. Um, and needs to get less time, if not being cut. Yeah, I can't agree with that. Um, 
I thought it was ridiculous. I just had to bring it. I was like, I can't believe someone thinks this. And like, I mean, now maybe if he was supposed to be a left back and you know, that's what we were playing him as. And, you know, he was performing or performing maybe like he did in the previous games. Okay. You might say that, but, but yeah, I mean, in the midfield, if he's in the midfield, you know, we have to, we need, or we need to have him there. Um, you know, if at all possible, like 95% of the time. Right. But, um, let's see, where are we? What were we talking about? Oh, my bad. <laughs> no, you just, uh, <laughs> what is that? Just talking Mine. about the defense and, uh, kind of the Broncos. Oh, yeah, defense. So yeah, I just, um, for the defense, um, how do you guys how do you guys think um, Milanda looked like against Orlando? If you can remember back, I think it was pretty decent, right? Like, uh, I mean, usually not hearing your defender's name is a good thing, typically. Right. So it's kind of like not hearing an offensive lineman name in football, but like in American football, but. Yeah, I think it was pretty good. I mean, what do you think, Kyle? Yeah, I mean, there wasn't anything that stood out that was like, uh, you know, he's not to that point where we're calling him out constantly left and right for what, you know, kind of like what Tui Loma's doing or something like that. He just seemed like he, he held his spot. He did what he was supposed to do. Yeah, the only or the only knock on him was from this season maybe the maybe the back pass. Uh, or the or the pass back to Cisniega uh, in the St. Louis game, right? Right. Yeah, um, that game still frustrates me because we could have won that, but we gave every goal. And I wish and we that... would have won the the uh, New England game. I wish we could have got a, you know, we, think about where we've been sitting. You know, if we'd have or won that game, you know, I mean, the Atlanta game, you know, that was a thrashing, and. We just gave the or we gave the St. Louis game away, but um, I really wish we'd have gotten a result from uh, from the New England game. Yeah, and especially for that goal to come as close to the end of the game as it did. It was the 89th right. minute, I think. Right. It, it was like it's a dagger. I was like, okay, well, one point's not bad, and it's like, no. No, 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 no. It's like <laughs> everything. We're not allowed to have until like the fourth or fifth week. That's how it works. We're just not allowed to have them. I guess so. It's, oh, it's so frustrating. And, and that frustrates you because you look at what St. Louis City is doing and how they're just, exactly. you know, they, they've just run roughshod over the league. Yeah, they've made me a hater for life just based off of how well they've done this year so far. Like they've had what I wanted. And I'll never get that. So, like, because I made a joke when we did uh, the first one. I was like, uh, after we lost to St. Louis, I was like, oh, well, we, you know, I mean, they're undefeated. You know, they've never lost a game in the series of their franchise. And, I mean, here we are, week f going into week five, the same thing. <laughs> it's a, It was just a joke then. Now it hurts, you know. But, yeah, it's, oh, it's insane. Talk about, um, if you can, um, 
Harrison Harrison a fool because he got an eight point six rating for this match. Um, basically, man of the match. Uh, Marks Marks had an eight point two. If it wasn't, I mean, if it wasn't for Marks, we might lose that game uh, versus Orlando, or at least tie, or at least have it tied up. Um, but did any of you see, you know, uh, uh, Harrison? Um, did it, were any of you watching him, or you know, what are your thoughts? What were your thoughts on him, if any, that game? did good uh he was very i mean of course by the the grade he did good but he did um he almost scored yeah yeah he did yeah i was uh, and that probably would have put him over nine (laughs) in the grade to be honest with you if he scored that would have been like 9.5 or something i mean he had a phenomenal game i mean he was subbed off eventually which is fine because i know he's kind of an older player and you know, he doesn't have the legs he used to have, but he did phenomenal. He's what we needed in that position. And I really absolutely loved Lindsey and Awful on, like, the wingback positions. I think that that really helped us out. I think Milanda is a stud, and he can stay there. I like uh, like we said, Tuiloma, I feel like it's just the main – and I know that's crazy to think, especially, like, if a Portland fan were to hear that, they'd be like – they're like, you know, this is a great Rest guy to take care of him, you know. But awful was not awful. That's kind of my stance there. <laughs> um, yeah, Jalen, um, well, never mind. We won't get into that because, uh, well, are we going to get into, uh, are we supposed to get into, like, lineup predictions or just? Well, there's one more of reaction. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Kyle, what's that overreaction? So, this last one here is looking at the performance that Marks had in this win over Orlando, saying that Cisniega was definitely the problem and that move on from him and puts uh, Marks in as our full-time starter. That, that one, I mean, I... I can see him. I can see Latanzio going with Marks since he's got the hot hand. Um, I don't know that I'm ready to completely write off Cisniega. And it seems like uh, Kalina is just a, a distant memory at this point in time. Right. Which he, he, he's coming. He's still, apparently, he's back on the field. He's working, you know, through some drills. He's not back with the first team yet, but he's, you know, he's still working in practice um, to, to make that return. So we've still got him. And then we've signed the uh, we signed that goalkeeper a few weeks ago. I think he kind of stashed him on the the crown legacy. But you know we've got other options that are out there. I'm not I'm not ready just to get rid of all of our you know everybody that we have just because of one great game from George. Now now Marks did a great job. He he had some oh yeah, amazing, yeah. But gotta remember I don't I don't think it's you know time to write off Cisniega and Kalina just from from the one performance. Yeah, I mean. As good as Mark's played, yeah, I don't know if you if you can. Let's well, let's look at. I mean, could Cisniega have stopped the goal versus New England? Um, 
you can make a case for yes. Would Kalina or Marks have made that save? I'm going to tell you, Marks made a really nice save. I cannot remember who was against in the Orlando game, but it was he was like right at the um, right at the near post. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to say he just had a strong hand and like, you know, just palmed it away or batted it away. And that could have, you know, or that could have gone in and that we could have been sitting here, you know, talking about a tie versus Orlando. Um, and I, I mean, I still think, I still think Cisniega, um, you know, he, he made a great save, uh, in the St. Louis game. Um, but I, I think you have to go, or you might have to go with Marks for, uh, for the Red Bull game, just based on how he played, but. You know, I'm not, I'm not Latanzio, but if you're going off, you know, the, the previous performance, you know, you have to go with Marks, I think, but I just can't, unless, un, until, until Marks, you know, if he has a, you know, a bad game versus Red Bulls, if he starts, then you might have to go back to, to Cisniega, but, um, Start start Cisniega. If you start Cisniega with the lineup that we had versus Orlando, if you start that lineup versus New England, Atlanta, and St. Louis, you know we could be and, and Orlando. We could be talking. You know who knows where we would be right now. I mean, mm-hmm. so we're looking yeah. at it like this too. Uh, you know, Red Bulls. They're not. They're not scoring at a high clip like you know I mean they've scored three goals you know this season so it's not like they're coming in scoring three four and five a a match they've scored they you know they scored two against Columbus in their week uh their win last week one in their draw with Minnesota and then uh it was a nil nil draw against Nashville and then they didn't score any against Orlando uh, in their opening week, they lost that one 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 zero. So it's not like they're coming in scoring at a high clip. So right, we can keep that in mind as well. That's a good uh, point. You know, I, I still say I'm with you. I, I say we keep Marks in, let Marks continue with the hot streak. You know, if he could come in and and uh, get a clean sheet, or you know, maybe even just keep it to a one one goal game, uh, where we could, you know, maybe get us a couple. Um, you know that that might go a long way with you know inserting him there as that as that starter until either Kalina gets back or you know he just he takes that role. Yeah, or wouldn't it be crazy if he just like went off and then like Marks is our starter starter and Kalina and Cisniega on the bench. That would be, That'd be nuts. That would, that would be the be... most thing ever. <laughs> and I, I wonder. You know, if um, if Kalina was having back problems, you know, what or was he having back problems last year? And is that why, you know, we saw like, you know, that or the or the one goal that stands out is versus Columbus when 
believe see or believe Zellerion scored like from basically like midfield on like a set piece, I believe. And it went over Kalina's head, right? Right, yeah. Like I like I don't know if that was just like like was his back hurting then? Like was he really like in a whole bunch of pain or something or I think he just so, caught, yeah, I, caught off guard on that one, but so, or how you know, how much did his back uh, play into his performance last year? You know, I guess nobody knows but him, really. But, sure. but that is um, that's interesting. You know, if he gets back healthy, this says um, on <clears throat> see Fat Mob expected return for Christian Kalina late April. So. But, about another month. You know, honestly, I feel like there's a good problem to have, right? Because I feel like they're all fairly quality. Like, um, I don't agree. Yeah, with yeah. The, I don't over. I don't agree with the overreaction that like Cisniego was the problem because, like, for instance, talking about the game against New England at home, I don't think that was his fault at all. He played fairly well. Just the defense. We gave up the ball, and then the defense just just crap the bed you know like nothing happened and then they just conceded and then if you go and he got hung out to dry on the atlanta game right yeah he did and when it rains it pours you know it just kind of happened and so i i get the change and definitely i do see mark starting this weekend but i'm not gonna be upset if pablo starts you know because like marks has the hot hand and he did amazing and there was some insane saves he was also saved by the offsides whistle a couple times, but mm-hmm. it was either Thank way. Thank goodness for offsides. <laughs> yeah, right. And then you throw him uh, Christian Kalina, which I love the Croatian wall, man. I I, I like him a lot. Um, it is a business of what have you done for me lately? And unfortunately, if you've been injured, then sometimes that's nothing, <laughs> you know. But I just I mean, I'm yeah. hopeful. See, um, which there was some other talking about injury. There was some other big news that came out with uh, with what was it, uh, Vinny Mello, yeah, being uh, not on the injury report now, which we might actually see him in a Charlotte FC jersey at some point in time. I, I want it. What if he just comes on and just lights it up? <laughs> I'm ready, I'm here for it. I'm ready. <laughs> what if he just comes on, like you know, get like him. We'll get Adam Armour back out there. We'll just we'll throw all those guys back out there and just let them light it up. He starts balling like Vinicius Jr. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was so happy. I was like, I got a Vinicius on both of my teams, all right? But uh, speaking of Vinicius Jr., did you know he visited uh, Charlotte last year, I think it was? Or the year Don't before tempt last? Me. He was in Charlotte. <laughs> I would love – he was serious? at the Panthers stadium. Yeah, there's pictures. He was at the Panthers what? stadium. He went to a game. Yeah. I'll have to find Yo. it and send it to you and show you after this. But, like, yeah, he was at a Panthers game. And I was like, man, I was like, I hate he has to see the Matt Rule era. But at least he got to <laughs> come to Charlotte. Miles, you need to pull You need to pull some strings as a, as a Madrid fan, man. Yeah, I might have to go to get a flight to Madrid and be like, listen – all right, I can be a Brazil fan for you. I can just come to Charlotte, you know. 
We sure. got all the Bojangles you want, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you, Bojangles, and you go get chicken filet biscuit, and then go get you a milkshake from Cookout, and you'll be happy as can be in life. That's all you need right there. You won't want to leave. Exactly. <laughs> but, but uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, so I'm, or I'm definitely, or maybe Vinny comes on as uh maybe as a sub and like what if he just balled out and then he's like can you like upgrade could he like be a dp if he just balled out <laughs> right <laughs> he just wants that money right, replace replace use react with the all right i'm sorry i'm uh, shouldn't uh shouldn't say that really <laughs> <laughs> you want to use react out already no. <laughs> okay but I don't want him out. I just want I just want some more production out of him, man. Yeah, maybe it'll happen. Maybe you know. I mean, sitting on the bench, you know, it, it gets people going, um, and makes them kind of lights a fire under them. You know, sometimes a player needs that. Yeah. But hey, For we sure. have two matches this weekend. You know that. We've got, uh, of course, Saturday, facing Red Bulls, and then Sunday is the premiere. Of the Crown Legacy. Crown Legacy FC, right? Yeah, 3 p.m. They're saying pack the Plex. Because they're going to be playing at the Mecklenburg County Sportsplex at Matthews. And then we're at the bank on Saturday. I'm excited. I'm we excited. better win. Both. We better clean win. Clean sweep this weekend, you know? Like, what if it's flipped around, like, because then we have an awesome home record last year, or at oh, least a good yeah. one. Yeah, don't, don't now we're like, like we're winning on the road now. <laughs> <laughs> Can't win it. Road Warriors. Road Warriors, oh my. But, yeah, so. What are we thinking for the match against Red Bulls this weekend? For Red Bulls? Yeah, we're, we're going to get our predictions here in a second, but what do y'all think? Kyle, what, Kyle, what do you think, man? You're. I'll let you go. Last year, watching the Red Bull matches, I remember it got a little chippy, uh, especially when we played in New York. Uh, it, it mm-hmm. like they, they just they they didn't seem to want to stay upright. When I say they, I mean the Red Bulls didn't want to stay upright for any period of the game. They were always trying to draw the foul. They were trying to roll around, waste the time. And, uh, you know, I know that's kind of uh, almost a uh, uh, a reputation that they kind of have for, for that. But, you know, in my mind, I saw them kind of as a budding rivalry and you know, kind of that north-south rivalry going on there. Okay. Uh, and uh, I, I know they, I know that, you know, that the Atlanta rivalry is a big one. Uh, but, you know, I kind of saw this, this especially between just feeding off of or watching with the players, kind of their body language. It seemed like each match we played them was a little more chippy, a little more chippy. So it's kind of, I'm interested to see what the dynamic is uh, this weekend, especially since they uh, tend to, they were a little more like that, where they, you know, kind of went in a little more of the gamesmanship uh, uh, of, the, uh, of the match and trying to draw those fouls against us and, who knows what would end up throwing out there. Uh, Latanzo is probably cooking up something right now that he's getting out of a Ted Lasso book or something. Who knows what he's <laughs> up right now. So sure. I'm just interested to see what we do after coming off of a win, how 
we how we respond to it. Right, exactly. I uh, dropped um, a meme I made in the uh, in the notes right there. You have to see that. I'll have to post that one too. Let me see where. Let me see where is it. It's at the bottom of it. I like it, Moss. Thank you, thank you. I'll tweet it out. I'll tweet it out soon. Is it in the? Is it in Twitter or? Is, uh, it's on the docs. It's on the doc. Uh, talking about the match, I made this at the beginning of the year because we kind of did. We built a rivalry with New York Red Bulls, and every game was chippy. I remember the because we faced them, you know, one in one at the bank, one in New York, and then we had the U.S. Open matchup. Right. And um, I'm still upset about that one. We faced them, and it's like. We were giving them a lot of crap because, like, you know, they don't have their own stadium. Uh, so it was like they were – we were at some kind of venue that had, like, 5,000 people, and it was like a – I don't even know what kind of venue that was. Uh, and I remember the, the camera work that we ended up getting from – like one at the 50-yard line, wasn't it? Or, like, mid-pitch, right? And it was like it was like in, you know, 180 – whatever it was the lowest resolution they could find i don't i think they had you know some high school kids running the camera because they lost the ball <laughs> numerous times all around right that it was, was a horrible yeah but, yeah i uh, so what are we thinking prediction wise how, how are we feeling oh man i I think this is a 1-0 game either way. Ne- neither team is scoring at a high clip. I know we're giving up goals. A lot of them are, you know, self-inflicted. But, you know, they're not scoring a ton. We're not scoring a ton. I could see this being a 1-0, 1-0 win. I'm going to say we're coming out with the 1-0 victory. All right. Okay. All right. Any prediction who yeah. scores that goal? Uh, I- I'm going to go Enzo. He- he's He's – He's going to continue. He's going to get him another one. All right. All right, Matt, what you got? Yeah, this one is, it's like, are we going to see the team that we saw versus Orlando? Or are we going to see the team that we saw versus St. Louis and Atlanta, basically? So, because we're not, um, we're not playing good at home right now. So, it's time to, it's time to give the fans uh, something to cheer about at the bank. So, but it seems like, you know, Latanzio, it seems like we're not, you know, won't be going with that, any crazy lineups again, hopefully. So, um, and I believe the players, you know, want to want to win uh, for the fans at home. I just hope they... I just hope they're not like trying too hard to I hope they're not trying too hard, you know, and overthinking things at home because, you know, they you know, if you want the fans to do, you know, to be, you know, be happy and be excited and just don't want, you know, you don't want that to translate to, you know, overthinking things and either um just doing too much. So interested to see, you know, if we can come out and and play like we did versus versus Orlando and 
because uh, because Red Bulls they're gonna try to they're gonna try to press us, right? I mean, that's isn't yeah. that what they what they do? Um, Very similar so, to St. Louis, and that's that's you know that's kind of worrisome. I mean, if we if you know if we revert back to how you know making mistakes like we did at St. Louis, you know, we could see you know giveaways and and things like that. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to be crisp with the passes. You know, no you know no stupid turnovers. You know things like that. So, um, well, if you if I have to give a score, um, hmm, let's say I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two nil. We finally get it done. We shut out Red Bulls at the bank. Uh, goals by Enzo. And let's see. Let me see. All right, I'll go. I'll go Enzo and uh, Bronico. Ooh, I like it. All right, I was writing that down so we had it. And I agree with a lot of what you said. Like, um, how we have to play. I really hope we can um, be more like we played in the Orlando game at home. Hoping that, oh man, that play style is success. Because I know, like, we led with crosses for the longest time. That was, like, a big thing that we were known for was, like, we led the league in crosses. But, of course, results were not coming because of that. But I feel like now... It seems to be nice. I hope we have a very similar lineup to the one that we had against Orlando, maybe a couple of tweaks. But, yeah, I'm going to actually say that I think that we get it done, too. I think that um, we figure out the scoring and it just snowballs. I say that we win 3-1. I'm going to say two Ooh, for Copetti, and I'm going to say Santos gets one. Okay. So he gets his substitute goal. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what about the for like? What about the formation? Are you are you starting Lindsay and a fool again, or uh, and Gaines? Like, I just feel like Gaines. Like, even though, like, you cannot, you can't, you can't teach the the kind of speed that he has. Right. Like, and for that reason alone, like, I just think he has to be. I just think he has to be on the field, like, because, you know, he, because if he get, he has the speed to just get, you know, get behind the lines. And I mean, who else, who else do, you know, who else are you going to put on, on the right wing that has that kind of speed? So, you know, and people might, you know he gained. You know he didn't have a really high rating last game, but just the fact that he just, you know, what what his speed brings is like, I just feel like that speed kills, and I just feel like you have to have him out there. Um, and then maybe we see uh, 
maybe we see Nuno. You would think Nuno starts right in the midfield. Yeah, I think, I, think, I think start for Westwood. I can see that. I can also see Bender starting. The... Hmm. But here's what we've got. Uh, I, I think we see Hagart for the first time coming in this really? week. Hmm. I, I think you, you know got he, some inside that, information. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I'm just I'm saying uh, you know with Latanzio you never can tell, but you know put put Nuno in there as that midfielder and then bring Hagard in. You know, I mean he was on the bench, you know, for the Orlando game. He just didn't he didn't make the field, but you know running kind of thin at that midfield. We we need we'll need you know a sub somewhere. Maybe he maybe he he's able to crack the field. He might. You know, I talked to Latanzio, and he told me that Kalina's back, and he's going to be starting at striker, okay? And he'll figure it out. It's going to be very interesting, okay? It's like Cisniega, Marks, and Kalina will all be in the starting 11. No, I'm picking. But that would be <laughs> something crazy we've seen this year. But, no, but So who do y'all think is going to be the goalkeeper? I gotta say, say Marks. Marks, yeah, it has yeah. to be Marks. Until yeah, if, I mean, if he if he has a bad game, he you know he might go back to. I w- I mean, or I want to see Cisniega out there with the same lineup that Marks had. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So how you know how would how would he do if he has a lineup like that in front of him? So. um if people are critical of Cisniega, I mean, get let's give him let's give him a shot, you know, with the same lineup or you know the same formation as as Marks had. Yeah. But I would say Marks, yeah. Oh man, I just hope you know. Just hope a lot of people, you know, hope the stadium is packed and uh, and that we can, that they can give the bank, you know, something to cheer about and uh, get the first home win. Um, and if we play like we did versus Orlando, I think we got a good shot at doing that. Yep. I agree. I think it'll be packed. Uh, if we would have lost our last one, I would have been worried about like a yeah for sure like like a but yeah since we won twenty five thousand but I think we'll probably clear over thirty thousand fans this weekend yeah I think and, coming uh, off of, gonna reinvigorate some people that were on the fence I think they'll come back out and give it you know another shot or two and if we can come out with a win against New York we'll we'll be well on our way to restoring a lot of the passion that three games in a row lost oh for sure. Yeah, I mean, if we can take, if we can win Red Bulls, I mean, um, you would think we'd basically be, you know, be right back in it as far as standings go. But um, depending on, you know, what the what the teams ahead of us do, but um, but yeah, we really need to get that first, that first home win, and uh, get that get that behind us. Hopefully, we can get that done this weekend. We all predicted a win, so let's hope that there's, like, no kind of 
jinxing them. But I don't know. I always feel like I'm going to predict us to win pretty much because it's always believe in the team, unless we're just like not good enough. <laughs> but right now, if we'd have lost versus Orlando with that lineup, I'd probably been like, uh-huh. then I might be like, okay. But <laughs> you know, I actually predicted us to lose against Orlando and we won. Maybe yeah. I should just pick us to lose. <laughs> if we lose this right, week, my, I'll do that. All right, Miles, change your year. prediction. Change your prediction the 3 1 Red yep. Bulls. 3 1 Red Bulls. Copetti, <laughs> two go. on goals. Santos, one on goal. <laughs> no. uh, but, right, well. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm ready, man. I'm ready for I'm ready for Saturday. So, match day five. Here we go. We're three points away to tie for sixth, which is, I mean, everybody else will play their own matches and points will change, but we're only three points away from sixth place. So, it's early. It's early. I still believe playoff early. is coming. I, I promise. Oh, like I said at the beginning, we got everybody right where we want them. That's right. <laughs> yeah. No more losses. I agree with the first overreaction. No more losses this year. <laughs> In all Latanzio, Latanzio is uh, Carlos Ancelotti. That's right. He knows. The Porter Shield MLS Cup. Here we come. We got it. That's right. And the next year. We're leaving. We're winning the Concacaf Champions League. It's happening. <laughs> we're going. Or that'd be awesome to go to, because um, you know Seattle. They were in the uh, the Club World Cup, right? Right. Uh, so that'd be awesome. Like, what if Miles? What if Charlotte? And I know this is. I'm just hypothetical here. Right. No, I know what you're gonna say. What if we one day, one day. We got to that. <laughs> I then it's if it's Charlotte and Real Madrid. I knew that was coming because I've actually been asked this before, and I would 100% be with Charlotte because it's like this oh is, man, I like I love I grew up with that, but like this is my own team. You know, I've been here oh, since yeah. the start. I'm part of this history. You know, like we own Chelsea. You know, like we gotta. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. If they if if Charlotte made it to the Club World Cup final. And they were playing Liverpool. I mean, I have to go with Charlotte. Yeah. I've seen plenty of me... silverware won by Real Madrid. It's time for Charlotte. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you got any final thoughts, Miles? Um, I think that's it. I think Just I'm... win. Just win. Just win, baby. Just win. What the... <laughs> All right, well. And, uh, yeah, everybody out there, yeah, just comment, like, subscribe, whatever. And, uh, you know, give us give us some feedback. We got some good feedback uh, from the first podcast, so holler at us. For sure, yeah, we're available at CLT Crown Knights on Twitter. And then I've got the... Uh, it's the same thing for Instagram. There's a link that has, it's a link tree on there and it has links for everything, including the podcast and the bio. So definitely check that out. And uh, we appreciate it. And, uh, but yeah, you've had me, Miles, you've had Matt and Kyle talking to you. Welcome. And I hope you enjoyed the nights of the crown table and we will see you next week after we win again. <laughs>